0: Slam the Gavel, the show that tells it all regarding family court, other court issues as well as CPS. I am your host, Marianne Petri. This episode of Slam the Gavel is sponsored by CPS Protect Consulting Services. A child protective services case is one of the most frightening experiences for any parent. Don't face it alone. Face it with confidence with urgent assist by CPS Protect. You can have access to former CPS investigators to make sure you preserve your rights and protect your family. If you're facing CPS involvement and aren't sure where to turn, their child welfare consultants can help you. Visit cpsprotect.com forward slash subscribe and enter the coupon code SLAMTHEGAVEL for 60% off your first year of urgent assist. And this is available in all 50 states. I have another announcement. Bradley's mother, Narcus Golden passed away in the fall of 2022. Bradley is autistic and needs structured routine and therapies he receives for his autism six days a week. However, Italy just entrusted Bradley to Italian social services. If he is ruled to go back, he will then face the next three to four years in the Italian foster care system where he can't speak or understand the language. He will then be taken away from the only family he has ever known. And we have Judge Ann Donnelly to thank for this. Please call Governor Hochul at 518-474-8390. That's Governor Hochul, New York State, 518-474-8390 to please keep Bradley here safe in these United States. Hashtag keep Bradley safe. One last announcement. Go to the site if you can. Please DoYourJob.com. That's please doyourjob.com. We need a case reopened and we need 2,500 more signatures. So if you could do that for us, that would be great. I have a return guest on. I'm happy to have Brett LeClaire back on my podcast. He was also featured in the book Raised by These Wolves, How Family and Federal Courts Are Failing Our Children. He was last on season four, episode 98 on May 23rd, 2023, where he came on my podcast and explained that his entire case was built upon lies. And this is very important for everyone to know, because when you're going through something like this, you're family will turn on you and lie about you. And I have seen that as well. Welcome back to the podcast. Brett, you've got some good news for us.
1: Yes, I do. Uh I have my daughter living at home with me full time.
0: That's great. Congratulations. And thank you. How, and again tell us how long did you have to go through what you went through to get this far?
1: I went two years of Family members lying about me, uh, my own mother writing letters to the judge. Um, just one thing after another. And once one was disproven, another would pop up. I mean, it, it was almost like it was just terrible, terrible mm-hmm. thing. And I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy, honestly. It's mm-hmm the people we're supposed to be able to turn to for help in times of need were not there.
0: (laughs) I understand that completely. You know, what did this judge do with her letters? What was his reaction?
1: He said that, you know, my mother had written a bunch of letters and he had read them and they were pretty distasteful and just kind of scoffed it off and acted like it was a disgusting thing to be happening. Mm -hmm. And just said that we're not going to use it.
0: Now, did she write the letter to his residence or to his chambers in the courthouse? Do you know? I think
1: she wrote it to the chambers in the courthouse.
0: Okay. And so now you also have a new residence that's closer to the school for your daughter, and she's a lot happier?
1: Yeah, we moved. uh, She's... To a bigger place, more room. Um, She has her own bedroom now, so I'm a, I'm closer to work. Her school is like a five-minute drive down the road, so everything seems to be working out okay so far.
0: Well, that's great. It was meant to be that way.
1: Yeah, it, it never should have stopped, to be honest, but...
0: Right. Yeah, a lot of these things should never have started to begin with. Can you... No. Keep- can, can you give us a brief, like, how did this all start? Like, what should people look out for when these things start happening?
1: Um, a lot of talking behind the backs goes on, especially right in front of you. And if you see, like, your own parents, your own family members, you see them talking off, but then they look over at you with their eyes, or they just turn their heads. You be assured they're talking about you mm-hmm. um, and plotting. Um, I honestly wasn't this paranoid about it before, but now I'm just, I'm just scared to be in their presence. Like, I don't want to be around them. I don't want anything to do with them. I don't want anything my kid to do with them. Mm -hmm. Um, my father and stepmother, they were like, we're not taking sides. But yet then they're asking me if all these people who did all this can come visit with her. And I was just like, you know what? I'm not going to do this with you guys. Mm -hmm. It's Pretty obvious, you took sides. It's just not on mine, and for whatever reason, I don't care. You know, like your your kid's a wannabe kidnapper with his wife, and like I just same thing about my mother. Like that's what I call them: wannabe kidnappers, child traffickers, because that's what they are. Regardless, they got paid for it, so. Mm Um, yeah, I
0: (laughs) Now your case involves CPS too, right? Yes. Okay.
1: I had four different workers, including the investigator. And every time I was showing one to be lying, they would get rid of them and bring on another. Mm -hmm. One of them even got promoted and she was only around for a month. Like she lied to the judge telling him I was having these weekend visits and they didn't even start at that point. And I was telling DHS, like, I'm going to bring this all to him if you guys don't want to do anything to help me out, you know, and they're like, oh, no, my lawyer is like, oh, no, be quiet. Oh, and I found something juicy about that, too. Mm -hmm. Apparently, the court appointed lawyers... And the CPS workers all go together to a motel for a week-long convention.
0: No kidding.
1: Yeah. They do whatever to get them to bond and other things like that. This is my lawyer who told me this. I don't know if she meant to or not, but it's...
0: So it's a weekend or a whole week?
1: I think it's a whole week-long thing.
0: Okay, so this is probably a taxpayer expense, I'm thinking.
1: Yeah, more than likely, because we're paying for the lawyers, and we're paying for the CPS workers, and now they're getting together doing who knows what, plotting or what have you. It's just one big design system for us to lose, mm-hmm. and I didn't want to lose. I, I didn't lose, thank God. Right. Because my my daughter just she means the world. to me. she saved my life. So the least I can do is save hers.
0: Oh, that's that. Yes, well said. Oh, I'm so glad this turned out good, and I'm glad that this all fell into place for you.
1: Yeah, me too. It. My last worker was actually the only one who finally realized what was actually going on, mm-hmm. and. Yeah, she's the one who got move, things moving forward. She actually seemed more helpful and more willing for this to work out than otherwise.
0: I wonder why. I wonder why she was, you know, the last one you got was the one that was more helpful. Maybe they were tired of you.
1: Maybe that. Maybe they were just tired of hearing all the BS and not being able to prove any of it. I, I mm-hmm. She knows that they antagonize me. She even said that to me. She's like, I know they start with you and they have we're gonna move this along. And cause this is this shouldn't be happening. I was like, thank you. Oh my God. Finally, somebody who's gonna listen. Like and they want us to keep quiet. And that's the last thing you should do. Like my lawyer wasn't doing anything. So I fired her. And then at the next hearing, the judge had heard about it. And I was basically doing that to get his attention and it worked, but it's not necessarily going to work every time. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. The last thing you want to do is keep quiet. We all have to come forward and tell our stories. I interviewed Ray Seipal who was also in uh, the book and that was last night. And, uh, He said the same thing. We cannot be quiet. We have to keep talking about this all the time until we get someone to help us get some action going here.
1: Yeah, it's it's one big system designed for us to lose. And it's, it's disgusting. It really is. It's disgusting what they'll listen to. It's disgusting what people will say. Just... Just for their own peace of mind, maybe I don't know. I don't know. I mean, my mom was only seeing her like a couple hours on a Friday once a month, and that's all it took for her to write letters. So
0: that's that's such a shame.
1: It really is. It. <laughs> I'm I'm so angry with them, but not for myself. I'm <laughs> angry with them for her, for my daughter, because. She did not deserve any of this. And they're the ones who put it through her, put her through it.
0: And they put her through child psychological abuse that she did not need to go through at that age.
1: Yep. So now every time I drop her off at daycare, she's asking me if I'm gonna pick her up. And I always pick her up. I'm like, I'll always be here, honey. I'm I'm not going anywhere. And this'll never happen again. You'll always be with daddy. Mm-hmm. Just got to keep reassuring her of that. And she sees her sister like every other weekend, every weekend sometimes. I mean, I'm all about them hanging out. Um, she gets to see her mom. So she's always happy when that happens. Mom watches her two days out of the week for me as well because daycare is just ridiculously expensive. Mm-hmm. Like another $500 a month. That's just, ugh, yeah. whatever. But, hey, I'll go broke for her.
0: <laughs> you know, I also think it's great you let her see her mother, too.
1: Yeah. Um, everybody was trying to keep her away as well. Mm. And, like, that's pretty much where everything started, was with her mom. Like, we got into an argument, and... I threw things, she was in the way, and you know, then, then the police came and whatnot, but what really ticked it off to DHS was when I was at my parents, and they just literally started a fight with me, my mom inviting my stepfather to come down the hallway and yell at me, and it was just nothing but bad news oh. from them for the next two years, but...
0: That's terrible. He ganged up on you.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and and the thing is, is that my stepbrother from my father's marriage was actually working with my mother. My mother, who has never had anything good to say about any of them for the past 35 years. It just blows my mind. It really does. Like how desperate they became about this.
0: It was about, I guess, power and control. Yeah. Over you and your daughter. Yep. Yeah. So, where's your sister?
1: Uh, she's a half sister from her oh. mom's marriage. Uh, she lives in Westbrook. She's like half an hour away. Oh, with her course. with her father. So they're not that far at all.
0: Well, that's good. I mean, that's good. Everyone's in contact. Um, some families are just toxic.
1: Ain't that the truth? I even said that to DHS from the beginning, too. I'm like, look, they, they won't help me. They'll help her mm-hmm. and get you to believe that, but they won't help me. And I think that. Saying that in the beginning really stood out maybe i don't know with especially with the last worker i had she seemed more willing to work with me
0: well i'm glad
1: i'm ecstatic i'm just uh.
0: (laughs) (laughs) because you found all this out i know you had contacted me i think it was a month ago but you had found all this out that you got her and it was over
1: Yeah. uh, It was September. Yeah, I want to say so like the trial placement started in June and then I think it was over by September officially.
0: Wow. And that's a long time for a parent and a child for this stuff to be going on. Even though it's three months, it's still not good.
1: Well, no, I mean, but it was hard for her to get, you know, reaffirmed, re-situated. Because, like, taken from here, put there, taken from there, put here. And then, like, the whole who she calls mom and dad was never a conversation that my family and I had. They just decided to go ahead with it. So now there's all that. and But she knows who her parents are. Mm-hmm. And she she knows that I'm her dad. I'm her father, and I'll always have her back. Mm-hmm. And if she doesn't, well, she will soon. Yeah, she'll understand that.
0: I think it takes it might take them a while to go back to learn how to trust. I'm thinking.
1: Um, I think. To trust that I'm always going to be here, yeah, I would agree with you on that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because she, she keeps asking me every day, you drop her off, you're going to pick me up at 5.30, right? I say, yep. I said, don't worry if it gets dark. It just gets dark earlier, but I'm not going to be any later, and I'll always be there at the same time.
0: Oh, oh. Well, I'm just so glad this turned out very positively and i i wanted to have you back on to show a positive story that they Thank you. Uh, you know um this is very important this gives other parents hope you know and what advice can you give a parent you know besides the advice of knowing when people are going to talk behind your back or talk in front of you and you know while you're standing there i've been there too but what other advice can you give a parent just starting through this
1: uh, be the change that you want to see, and this too shall pass. Whether it's good, bad, it'll pass. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's honestly probably the best advice I can give. Because other than that, I mean, if you sit there and you try to ask yourself and understand everything, why, why, why? You'll just drive yourself crazy. Mm -hmm. because it's it's the child and it's their money and more importantly it's their money Mm -hmm. versus whoever child it is it's
0: it's all about the money
1: Yep. well don't let them get to you that's what they want
0: right correct um now, if anyone has any questions for you, do you want them to come through me or do you want them to contact you?
1: Um, they can email me at brett.a.leclair at gmail. It's b-r-e-t-t dot a dot L-E-C-L-A-I-R at gmail.
0: Gotcha. Well, hey, uh, don't jump off. I'm just so happy for you. You know, you're going to have a better year coming up too so um i'd like to have you back on again in the future so don't jump off it's Land the gavels a podcast to help the public understand what really goes on in these family courtrooms i'm your host marianne petrie author of dismantling family court corruption why taking the kids was not enough and cry out for justice poems of truth and raised by these wolves how family and federal courts are failing our children and come back and enjoy another episode with um, Brett LeClaire and other exciting guests. You can find me on Spotify, Apple iTunes, Anchor FM, iHeartRadio. And feel free to buy me a coffee to help keep the podcast going. Thank you so much, Brett.
1: Thank you.